0: Atlanta what's up and all those around Atlanta
1: who else is around Atlanta
0: I'm talking the whole Atlanta metro so we're talking Decatur Sandy Springs Peachtree Alpharetta and honestly for what we're about to talk about I think I'm gonna go ahead and include the Carolinas Nashville Crooked Letter Cricket Letter and our <laughs> friends in <of> Florida <laughs> And that's a lot of folks. (laughs) We're talking to everybody over there. Get ready for an unforgettable experience that celebrates Black love and unity.
1: That's right. Mark your calendars for Saturday, October 21st from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. for Black Love Inc.'s highly anticipated annual event, the Black Love Summit.
0: Now, this is the sixth year, and this summit is all about fostering love, growth, community within the Black community.
1: And let me tell you, this year's lineup of high-profile talent, signature panels, and captivating conversations is going to blow your mind.
0: Absolutely. Hosted by the creators of Black Love docuseries and our friends, Tommy and Cody Elaine Oliver, this summit brings together renowned couples from the show and talented individuals from the extended Black Love family.
1: It's a day filled with candid and honest discussions about love, partnership, wellness, and building thriving communities.
0: You won't want to miss this transformative event, so grab your tickets now for the Black Love Summit. Head on over to blacklove.com/summit to get your tickets now.
1: Join Black Love for an empowering day of connection and celebration. Go to blacklove.com/summit to secure your spot today.
0: See you there.
1: It can be a dark world sometimes.
2: Don't be afraid to be a source of light it can be a dark world sometimes but don't be afraid to be
1: a source of light
0: peace good people peace Fee, how you feeling today
1: i feel good today i feel well i feel light how you feeling
0: okay i feel iry.
1: i like that
0: yeah i feel iry.
1: i feel iry. yep yeah.
0: Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. And most importantly, you, the listeners on Black Love Podcast Network. We are here. Let's get it.
1: Okay. I want you to pick an affirmation for me. <laughs> Based on what you know that I'm about to bring up, I, I can't find one. I feel like I'll find the same one that I always find about challenges. I just want you to pick an affirmation for me.
0: My, my favorite part is that we're already here. We don't know what's about to happen because you, once you let somebody else pick an affirmation for you, man,
1: I need your help <laughs> in affirming this because honestly, I don't have like we don't come here with the resolve with the knowing. I mean, I'm certainly not today. I am coming here to explore this and ask, ask you questions
0: to get that work
1: to get it. Yeah, man, because all right, I want Hmm.
0: <laughs> let's start some discovery here. We're going to read from page 64 of my text soul affirmations. A Toolkit for Reflection and Manifesting the Light Within. Mm -hmm. Page 64 reads, When we are intentional about where our words are coming from, we can be more mindful about our speech. When we are intentional about where our words are coming from, we can be more mindful about our speech. That's funny. Now, sometimes affirmations are like, well, since they're already true, but sometimes you got to do work to make them true to you, right? Yeah. Because sometimes you don't want to particularly process in the lens of an affirmation. Sometimes you just want to go and figure out where you got to go. But-
1: And I feel like these affirmations are like gentle reminders of the work that is necessary. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a name for these type of affirmations, but I can't think of the name right now unless you remember it. It's like an active affirmation, if you will, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I need an active affirmation around what I wanted to bring to the table today with you and i brought it briefly yesterday because i was frustrated which is funny because it didn't even happen yesterday i think it happened the day before yesterday and it was still bothering me
0: but see to me right there (laughs) that's evidence that it belongs here okay because you're you're working through it i am and and sometimes sometimes it'd be the things that it's not the right away It's when you wake up like what did they say to me yeah man (laughs) so i can respect that
1: and Guess this is a unique case, right? You and I, we talk about the ways that we've been challenged by Kamali because we are living and existing and being her parent. We've Mm -hmm. talked about other challenges around how we show up as Kamayu's parents. Mm -hmm. This particular challenge is how to show up with my own parent, I guess. And it's so funny because, like,
0: that's ill to me. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. That's that's ill to me because there's got to be some chapter in the Parenting experience where mamas be getting into it with their mamas,
1: <laughs> bruh. And it's so funny because I was talking to Lauren today about my mom, and uh-huh. she was asking me how my mom was doing, and just like when is she gonna retire? Just general things. If you know my mama, there are certain questions you ask about her, right? And I was just telling her like, yeah, man, my mom she really offended me the other day.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs>
1: and she was like, she didn't do it like on purpose, and I'm like, no, like. Nah, I feel like it was a little bit like personal <laughs> and it's funny because I love my mom. My mom and I are so tight. Y'all have heard my mama on this show, but we do often get into disagreements
2: mm-hmm.
1: on shared topics or on topics where we both have our own perspective from our lived experience. Okay. This one in particular, I don't S- know. Sounds
0: about right to me. Y'all talking from two different angles. I don't,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's up with mom's. Um, When they become grandmas, but I feel like they be feeling like they need to supervise things. And I didn't ask for a supervisor.
0: Um, Can I just have this sound bite forever? I don't know what's up with moms when they become grandmas, but they feel like they need to supervise things. I just feel like that's gonna age really. For the humor of me. Well, go ahead.
1: I was talking to Lauren about, you know, like one day we probably all going to live together and it's going to be a trip. Like, I love having my mom around. I need her around. I need her help. But she also be trying to supervise me. And that's what I don't like. But aside from that, so very specifically, what happened was Kamali had picked up a pair of shoes in the hallway that were too small for her. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to put them on to go outside to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. So I said, Kamali, those are the wrong shoes. Now I'm on the FaceTime with my mom about it. Well, not about it, but I'm talking to my mom just every day we talk Mm -hmm. and I'm like, no, Kamali, um, those shoes are too small. Let me get you another pair of shoes. I mean, the reason why she's picking these shoes up is because they're accessible. They're right there. They're available. And if they're by the door, then they must be a shoe I can wear. Right. And that's the case because I haven't picked them up now. I haven't picked them up yet and put them anywhere because Kamali in the time that she requires during the day. Like if I start removing shoes in front of Kamali, it's a problem. I've done this already. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm like, what I need is for someone to come take Kamali or Kamali to be somewhere else so that I can organize. Here go my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing. And I'm like, what's funny? And she was like, I didn't have no help. I did everything myself. And I'm like, yeah, but you were working when I was two years old. And I was at a daycare. Mm -hmm. She was like, and yeah. And I was like, well, mom, what that sounds like to me is whatever systems you had in place at home, there was a minimal amount of time for me to interrupt those systems. Versus Kamali being home with me all day, this is her daycare, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she has more time to get into everything. And any mother or parent who is at home with their child all day knows like okay you can keep trying to pick up after them if you want to keep trying it see how it works for you mm-hmm. or you can you know focus on other things especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to like get certain things done and meet certain deadlines i mean who knows what it is there's so much variance right all i was expressing to my mom was that what i'm experiencing is different than what she experienced and she told me it wasn't <laughs> You're if, laughing, yo, but I'm serious. It's the
0: body language. It's
1: the body language. She told me she would, like, and you know. but she was like so serious. And what I felt like was basically telling me like I did it, and you can do it. But it was just they're two different circumstances.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: like, mm-hmm. and I guess my frustration in this particular situation is that I am able to see that they are two different circumstances. I'm not saying that one is harder or easier than the other. I am naming for myself. The challenge that I'm having and her telling me that my challenge is no different than her challenges is kind of like, hey, you actually don't really know this challenge. You haven't experienced this type of challenge. So
0: and I wasn't comparing mine to yours. And I wasn't comparing. You compared yours to mine and told me there's no difference.
1: And let me tell you, when someone just keeps on laughing in your face, when you are serious about analyzing your situation, it just makes it worse, right? Like now I'm Mm -hmm. offended. And I expressed to my mom that I am offended by her laughing at me and her inability to acknowledge the differences. And she continued to refuse to acknowledge it and continue to laugh. And at that point I said, well, you know what? I'm just going to get off the phone and get back to what it was that I was doing. And um, I'll just talk to you later.
0: I love that. Get back to what I was doing. Because at that point, that just, that's a polite way to say, I'll, I'll do anything but stay on the phone with you. <laughs> that's exactly what I was trying Cause to I, articulate. Because I was busy staring out this window. And I'm not about to do that with you on this phone. <laughs> I'm going to get back to watching these But as crows I, fly by. Exactly.
1: <laughs> but as I was further reflecting on it, right? Like, it really bothered me that my mom, like, really did not attempt To see that there was variance between our experiences Mm -hmm. and just acknowledge that. And I find that I'm actually, I get really challenged when I am having a conversation with adults who have this inability to do that, just in general. And I don't know what to do with that challenge, right? Like, I suppose I handled it the right way, but I didn't really feel good. Like, I didn't feel like she understood me, right? And when you are, Doing your best to communicate to a person and you still feel misunderstood. That's unsettling.
0: It can be very unsettling. It's unsettling. Now, now there's a few things I want to visit from what you just shared that I think we can do some discovery on. One is, although I was joking about looking out the window at crows, I wonder, is there like a crow watching community in here? <laughs> like, do people when they watch birds, are they watching crows?
1: I don't think people are paying attention to crows until it's a bunch of crows over a house because of that movie.
0: Okay, and but then but then there's a specific I would imagine there's a specific bird watching community that watches crows because we have a lot on crow psychology and crow behavior and how intelligent they are, right? Crows are really intelligent, so that's just one tidbit from this conversation. But another part that really interests me about what you were saying, you said something very specific. You said I have a hard time when I'm having a conversation with adults, and I'm going to pause that there because I'm interested. And what you mean when you say adults, is there an inherent expectation because you you identify them as adults? You didn't say people. You said adults. Yeah. So I want to I want to go into that a little bit.
1: I guess I say adults because I live with a toddler. Right. Mm-hmm. And I can communicate something to Kamali and she may or may not like agree or understand what I'm saying. Like she doesn't agree if she asks for chocolate ice cream. And I say, no, you can't have chocolate ice cream because it's about to be your bedtime. She's not going to agree with that. Right. But I understand, Hey, you're two. And right now this is what you want. And this is what you're going to express that you want. Right. Mm -hmm. So although the scenario isn't exactly the same because she's telling me something that she wants versus like telling me her perspective on why she should have it, you know what Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) I mean? But like, still, I understand you're just two. Right. I have grace for that. I think I have less grace for, I certainly have less grace for a person that's older than me.
0: I think that's uh, what it
1: is. Right.
0: Okay, so Is that you, not so, like so true for you? So you're not just saying adults, you're saying adults that are older than me. Right. Which for me is also an important identifier in this conversation because it's letting me know where you feel most passionately about this challenge. Right.
1: hmm. Yeah, because Uh, what I can do in my head is like, if anyone's younger than me, then I can rationalize that. Hey, maybe you haven't had this lived experience yet (laughs) and I can have grace for that because keep living.
0: So you find it in your head why you appoint grace to an adult who may be younger than you, because in your mind, the rationale is, oh, you haven't done enough living. It's right. Okay, I
1: I, think that's what's happening subconsciously.
0: Yes. Cool. And I love the honesty. This is this is why I love co-discovery. What's fascinating to me is in a conversation I was having today, I said to my niece, just because someone is grown doesn't mean they're growing. Okay. Just because someone is grown doesn't mean they're growing. Very true. But although we know that all living things grow, so as long as you are living, you should be growing in some dimension. Mm -hmm. A lot of adults can get comfortable in a position that they have found to be just their truth They didn't have to be successful just their truth so if it's the conflict model they're willing to endure they'll stick with that position because they're willing to endure the conflict right like another person born in april
1: what the heck right and let's name the three people we are talking about kabali <laughs> my mama and this next one are all
0: aries okay so i'm not gonna say names because then people can go look but there's somebody who is really important to me who I love, who I talk to every day.
1: (laughs) Just like me. (laughs)
0: Okay. I love and I talk to this person every day and I will see this person start a fire in the comment section (laughs) and I'll just sit and watch. I won't bail them out. I won't comment. I won't engage. I'll pick up the phone and say, you ready? Cause you just started a fire, right? And, (laughs) and watch and they come from every angle for this person. Okay. But I say that because that person will only change their position online when they find that the conflict model they're experiencing, they no longer have capacity for, right? So you back out the comment section if you just don't even have time to even engage. Mm. If you think you have time to engage, you're going to say what you want and you're going to argue with anybody about what you said until it gets to the point like, hey, I don't have capacity. So I'm just going to let this one float on by.
2: Hmm.
0: But I bring that because just because somebody's grown doesn't mean they're growing. But it doesn't mean they're also done growing. Sometimes it takes a challenge to give them a new invitation to growth. Right. Mm. And wow, I guess that's true for us all. That is true for me like it is for you, like it is for your mother. It's a new challenge that invites us to grow. So maybe we don't know. Maybe she's going to laugh at you again, or maybe she won't. She's
1: for sure going to laugh at me again. No,
0: but <laughs> I think there is so much more difference that can be stated about you two that we don't even know the tip of the iceberg of how different parenting at two years old is for you, is for her, is for us all. Right. Right. Especially given, given your current circumstance, right? Right. She didn't deal with what you were dealing with. Once you came, she wasn't dealing with nothing else. Right. You dig know what I'm saying? So so she's not even giving any allowance for your experience.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's how it feels.
0: But, (laughs) but the sentence to her, now I can't say what it means to her, but I could imagine a generation of women who didn't have community when raising children, Hmm. right? They had themselves mostly a family member, but not the same way we develop community around parenting now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So in her mind, she might have did a lot by herself, right? In her mind, not taking into account the ways that there was difference or the way she was helped. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. But I think this very truly about your mother, because she loves you so much and because you told her you were offended, whether or not she had the ability to see your point at that point, it doesn't mean that that word isn't continuing to like resound in her okay and she could be thinking about hmm how can i respond to my baby different so she don't hang up on me so quickly and i'm only saying this i'm only i'm only <laughs> this i don't have room for attitude but i'm only being this hopeful because i've seen her do it
1: yes i have seen her do it in this case she has not
0: <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> here come and, old hopeful ass carriga and right. and
1: maybe because you know um I didn't express my offense in anger. You know, I just had enough in me to articulate it. That I had enough. <laughs> I had enough. But yeah, I find myself like after that occurrence with my mom. And I feel like we had one not too long ago when I was at her house. We have these, they happen often. And they're not even like things that are notable you know it's just subtle disagreements where it's often around like if it didn't happen if it didn't happen for her she can't see it from her lived experience then it just doesn't exist (laughs) and here's an example stevie wonder's song um Mm, 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 mm,
0: mm, mm, mm. that one yes Yes. Children in jail. Yeah, yeah. What's the
1: name
0: of that song? Um, you will be rocking until the breakup. Break of of the- that one. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So I expressed to my mom that that is an Ethiopian <laughs> influence. I don't know what that, that's Stevie Wonder. <laughs> okay. Well, mom. Yes, mom, it um, is Stevie Wonder. It is Stevie Wonder. And what I'm expressing to you is that. It is Stevie Wonder that is inspired and influenced by this culture of music, and he has placed it in the song. I don't know nothing about that. That's that's just Stevie Wonder. Okay, well, how come it? How come it can't be like
0: Stevie Wonder as inspired by yeah Ethiopian music, time in Ethiopia, playing with Ethiopian musicians. Some some it's music because this is also the same person who says music is a world within itself, a language we all understand. But she never mind. Go ahead.
1: Okay, so it'll be like little things like that that I have been challenged in conversation with my mom and I have felt this way about other family members who are also born in April who are older than me and <laughs> I don't know what is the the theme here is it is it family
0: is it um is it April babies is it is it or is it April elders, right? Or I, is it me? Like, or is it you, right? But like April babies. I can <laughs> I can deal with a baby of any of any month. But when you become a grown, right? <laughs> when you become a grown, and when you are an April adult and then become an April senior, I think some things kind of like just kind of get fastened to character. Now I'm really fascinated by this thing right now. I am listening to you deeply. I am curious. And I also am just like listening and I see how I've inserted some ideas or reflections that sound particularly hopeful. And I don't feel the same way when I'm challenged by the person that I love, right? Okay. I, so I'm I'm actually able to do two things at this moment. I'm able to pay attention to how like how I can listen and think about their perspective. And I don't have the same ability to do that when this person that I love does this to me, right? And I'm like, oh, here it is. So there is a level of our inability to like widen our gaze when we are involved in a conflict with somebody we love deeply in whom we have this expectation that you would not repeat these things after I told you that these things don't work for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I just want to humanize what you're experiencing as frustration. Although I feel like I'm on the listening end. I thought about, a conversation i had with this person that i love recently mm-hmm. this person that i love put me in contact with somebody who was interested in booking soul development okay okay and this person that i love put me in contact with this person and then me and the person begin discussing matters of soul development and our show and our tech writer nothing too complicated yeah and i asked uniquely hey what's the size of the stage because mm-hmm. i'm just trying to get the specs together mm-hmm. how we want to be arranged and i learned there wasn't a stage <laughs> and right, i was like right. "Hmm." so when i learned that i said okay let me figure out if i'm reading this right so i called the person that i love very dearly
1: <laughs> <to> say, <laughs> the one that hooked you up with this person
0: yeah the one that connected this person to me and i said hey man uh, this joint seems like it's like a, in, a, in a park or some sort. And I think I'm learning that they don't have a stage. Am I tripping for trying to help them? Not saying I'm not gonna get on the stage. I'm not gonna perform if you don't have a stage. It's community organizing. So let me see if I can help us find a cost-effective solution yeah. for said stage. Yeah. The person that I love, Told me I was being a prima donna, and it sounds a bit. And it sounds a bit. Um, there was another word they used to describe what I was, and I. And once I realized, like, oh, because I asked you your opinion, this I gotta go right. I
1: so have like only a person that you love will say something like that to you. Anybody you, can't, else, you can't. You can't talk to me like that if you're not somebody I love.
0: Oh, straight up, <laughs> damn! You can't talk to me about a damn thing concerning what the stage plot looks like. <laughs> because there's a stage, right? So, but it was this person that I love said that. And I found myself like, oh man, Hey, I'm going to have to call you back because I don't have any words to respond to. And I don't want to engage in this. You, you made your judgment. I got to go. Right. <laughs> That's literally how I got off the phone. And it was like days later, days, 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 days later, I called this person that I love back. And I'm like, one, the producer of the show that you connected me to loved my feedback. I helped them make a better event produced. They said they were new to this, and they appreciated the feedback. So I led with that, okay? Because then I wanted to address what you said about me when I inquired, okay? <laughs> and that person that I love was like, "Yeah, it sounded like you was offended." Right, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." Um, oh, wait, I, I, I was. So right?
1: why did you check if I was? If
0: it sounded like, but no. <laughs> but they were just saying the way I got off the phone sounded like I was offended. So for me, it was like, okay, so we both read the room, right? You realized what you said wasn't cool, and you yeah, saw me yeah, leave. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But
0: now I'm here back to address what you said about me. But here's what happened in that very like honest moment. I was able to say, hey, "I recognize that that was your perception." Of this experience, but I'm glad I led with what I know, Mm. right? Because it made the event better, but I also got to teach the producer of the event something. Mm -hmm. And they got to, they got to produce an event in that they hadn't seen before on their grounds.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Right. And then I had to go back into my feelings about what they said and how was I going to respond or relay. Mm hmm. And it was hella important in that moment that I didn't, uh, I didn't try to play them back the way I felt played,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Because they would have never gotten the larger picture of the learning mm-hmm. if I would have tried to offend them the way they offended me. Hmm. And I think you knew you offended me because well, yeah, why? No, it sounded like because why would you use those weirdness. words? Yeah, right? no, This you, is, this you, is you, you use you... offensive words, <laughs> right? But when I came back with the, the learnings from the experience, Mm -hmm. there was a space of mutual respect for me leading with what I know. Mm -hmm. And now you have a new perspective, right? So if you should ever find yourself in a production, there are ways to advocate for what helps you produce your best show. That may not have anything to do with what they had in mind. Mm -hmm. I think that, and I, I can't really use the word prima donna accurately one, because I've never looked it up. Okay. So it's,
1: it's, either. You
0: know, it's, it's only a word that I've learned through hearing people use it yeah. and they've never used it in a way that meant something positive. Yeah. So admittedly, I've never looked up the word. I just learned to feel a way about the word based on how I heard it used. Okay. Okay. Agreed. So with that being said though, I think that a very non-negotiable, non-relatable type of artist. If I would have said, we're not performing if you don't have X, Y, and Z. Well, then you can label me whatever. Mm-hmm. But I led with solution right. for the best outcome. right? How does that make me anything other than somebody who was leaning right. for the right. best outcome? right? But when this person who I love said that about me. Oh, hot is, hot is an understatement. yeah. But I've learned about this person. I've learned that they just say what comes to their mind first. They don't have the same regard of filter that I use when communicating with somebody. So I knew there was no grounds for communication because you went to automatically what I think is offensive language again, though, offensive only because of how I've heard pre used. I've never (laughs) looked up the word to know if I'm truly offended. So
1: then in that situation, in your situation and in my situation, like what is the takeaway when you are being challenged by, I guess, very specifically we're naming someone that you love who you've placed an expectation on their communication with you, right? I think what I'm gathering when I hear you talk about your experience is that you never not honored yourself and how you felt, right? Like, as soon as you found yourself about to go to a place that've of been that you've been before, you've been been before <laughs> where you can respond in a way where it actually doesn't resolve in the way that honors you, I suppose, you decided to back away, tended to what you were feeling.. Mm-hmm. And then came back and reported it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know if I've done the same, but I feel like in this particular scenario, I did honor myself enough to say, okay, I'm just not gonna participate in this conversation with you anymore once I communicated how I felt.
0: I love that you did that. And I love that you brought that feeling here for co investigation because, one, I don't know. Right. I don't know if a lot of our listeners have this experience with people born in April. That is going to be curious, Right.
1: (laughs) But I know you've had to have this experience with someone that you love. Right. Like exactly. And and when I think of it, like you said, like no one else can have no one else can make me feel Mm -hmm. that way. No one in the comments or anything. Right. Like
0: because your words have no jurisdiction. Yeah. You don't know me and you don't know where they're coming from. I'm expecting people who I love and who say they love me to, to have that context. Yeah. To speak to exactly. me. But guess what? What? That's only for me and you, baby. Like that love and that expectation can only be expected of one another. This is the place where the way you expect me to speak to you because of what I know, mm. I'm the only person who's responsible for that.
2: Right? Mm.
0: I think everybody else is just learning from how we, help them treat us, but also how they see us treat one another and how they see us treat ourselves. Hmm. So they love us, but that don't mean they've done the work for themselves to communicate across difference effectively, right?
1: So should I still I guess I need to have grace?
0: Well, I can't tell you what to have and when to have it, <laughs> but I know you don't want to stay in the in the in the friction zone with somebody no, well, with somebody who does not see what you see then that's just a little crazy to me right to stay
1: yeah then it's on me okay well there it is there
0: Mm, it's not just on you but
1: no because i have the awareness
0: there you go there you go me? but it takes work to get to that awareness you feel me Mm. so i I have a like i acknowledge that uh it's the people you love bro it's not it's not just that's the thing about it it ain't just people it's the people you love who you have these expectations for and how you want to be communicated and handled. And when you feel mishandled in the communication, you'd be like, you must, you must really be trying to get to me. Right. <laughs> but that's not always the case though. But I want to say this, something that I did think about that you can report to her. Okay. Because as I was listening about the shoes and what your challenge is, I thought to myself, yeah, it is hard to move Kamali stuff in front of her. But I wake up before you and Kamali every day. All you got to do is tell me what you want disappeared before she starts the day and I'll disappear.
1: You know what? And maybe that's what my mom meant. Like in her situation, she made arrangements that fit her needs and what she needed to get done. Right. My mama needed to work. She can't take me. So what did she do? She got daycare. God damn it. There's a fucking lesson. <laughs> All right. I just need to make, I need to move some things around. Okay, well, thank you all for tuning into <laughs> another episode of Soul Affirmations with Kariga and Felicia.
0: With Felicia and Kariga, <laughs> And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Thank you to our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver. Thank you to our producer, Crystal Hill. Uh, I want to say a special thank you to Felicia's mother.
1: Oh, uh, Lord. <laughs> Lord, don't let her listen to this. Oh, She'll yeah. be so through with me. <laughs> My
0: mother-in-love who continues to Love us and obviously challenge best. Challenge her daughter. She
1: does. I love her so much. She's the best.
0: If you are digging this episode or (laughs) what we put out on Soul Affirmations, be sure to give us a review,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: rate, rate us, comment, share it with a friend. Five stars. Take five. And if you have in this week or any time recently, when you hear this episode, been challenged by somebody you love in communication, send this episode to them. Peace, y'all.
2: Peace.